Welcome to the Barfly Podcast. My name is Jeff Burkhart, columnist for the Marin IJ and author of the book 20 Years Behind Bars, The Spirited Adventures of a Real Bartender. Today, my co-host is Kevin Blum, community manager for the online review site Yelp. Welcome, Kevin. We're here with Deanna Haven from Lipsy's PR, correct? Yes, yes. Deanna Haven, Ellipses PR. And so uh, uh, what exactly do you guys do? We're an integrated communications agency uh, that specializes in food, beverage, and hospitality. And our sweet spot is restaurants. Okay. We, we've launched about 25 restaurants in the past three years in the Bay Area. So, um, you know, clients have been everyone from Dumpling Time in San Francisco to Shakewell to Urban Putt. Uh, we even launched the Culinary Institute of America at Copia in Napa last okay. year. So, um, we, so coordinating their marketing strategy. Yeah, doing... it's, it's coordinating the PR launch, okay. you know, um, and traditional media relations is definitely the, the big piece of that. But we are very much also doing social media management and influencer relations for our clients. And, and the integration, that's what the integration is. It's all three of those things at the same time within the marketing mix. Right. Well, the, yeah. I mean, one of the things that you, uh, we had mentioned uh, in a previous talk was uh, that uh, you only have a, one chance to make a first impression. Correct. And so a yeah. lot of places don't think about that. I know it, working in the restaurant business that it's difficult to get a restaurant off the ground. You know, the timing's not always right, but you cannot leave out the PR. And, yeah. and why can't you? Well, you, you know, right now, the, the, the competitive mix in the Bay Area and in restaurants in general, is ins- it's just insanely competitive. And if you don't have your ducks in a row when it comes to your message and your brand, your logo, your website, uh, your story before you open, then you're just missing out on every kind of possible opportunity when it comes to media coverage. And um, that's what you guys do. Yeah. So we'll, we'll ideally start working with a client two months three months, ideally, before they're supposed to open their restaurant. And we work with them on messaging. We work with them on their brand narrative. You mm-hmm. know, like, what is the story they're telling and what makes them different than the restaurant down the street? Do you find um, a lot of restaurants are prepared for that conversation? They they are with our help, yeah. you know, but it's not something that any of our clients have ever had on their own, ever. Right. You right. know, like, it's it's a new process. And often the restaurateur, let's say the chef and the owner, may have different answers. And mm-hmm. we discover that in the meeting right you know so they're almost like they were (laughs) (laughs) so you know um and that really lays a groundwork that's crucial to telling your story before other people tell it for you right right um and even when you're dealing with influencers and your social media like instagram you may not think you need a brand narrative for instagram but yeah you do because there's a bio in your instagram profile that is a sentence about you what does that say Right. You know, how does it target your audience? How right. does it target what you're really good at and your sweet spot and what makes you different? So, um, the and more importantly, what you believe that is. Yeah. Because again, if you leave it up to someone else, exactly. you'll, you'll be the drooling idiot exactly. down the street. Right? Exactly. You're the one controlling the narrative. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, and and journalists, you know, being what they are, it's their job to find out the scoop. So if you're under construction, let's say you're building a restaurant in the Mission and, you know, Someone from Table Hopper or someone from Eater or the Chronicle walks by that construction site and starts talking to the to the guys there and and gets the scoop on what you're doing. Guess what? They're going to start writing about it. They're going to they're going to look into the city records and right. figure out who sure. it was. That's and they're they're yeah. going to call you right. about it right. and ask you questions that you may not have the answers to right. yet. You may not want to talk about your restaurant yet. You may not even have a name yet. Right. right. So um, I say, you know, I, in an ideal world. 
anyone who's opening a restaurant should work with a, a, at least one publicist, someone who is you know trained in doing this and mm-hmm. has experience launching restaurants. And the relationships. And the relationships yeah. um, to to tell the story as soon as possible. Because right. when you start construction, you will get coverage. Um, you just want it to be correct because that story will live online forever and ever. Right. And you can't undo it. Yeah. So uh, it's different. You know, yeah. 20 years ago, we just had print and paper. We uh-huh. had magazines and newspapers writing these stories that went away. But now it's digital and you cannot undo it. Mm-hmm. So invest in it. And, and when you're planning the budget for your restaurant, when you're talking to investors, um, you know, quite honestly, investors like to know that you're working with PR. Right. They, they, they look at that as a very valuable part of the piece. And mm-hmm. they know that you're going to get more customers <laughs> because you're working sure. with, with someone who's an expert in, in that branding. Question so. for you, though. So, I mean, that's for launching new restaurants. Yes. So what about the restaurants that have uh, been around the block for a little while? Yeah. So, you know, I do get calls uh, fair, fairly often from, from restaurateurs who are like, you know, we've been around for a couple of years and, and we, I think we need PR now. Mm-hmm. And so I meet with them, I talk to them and, and sometimes it's legit, you know, mm-hmm. like maybe they're doing a renovation and it's a really cool renovation or maybe they have a new chef. There's a hook. Um, but Usually it's not. They're just they're just the same restaurant. Yes. Right. Um, so right. so well, where's the news there? Right. They say yeah. in the, in yes. the news business. Where's There's the no news? news right? There's no mm-hmm. news. Okay. So um, the best solution for them, and I'm literally talking to people right now about this, uh, is to do a combination of a little bit of PR, but really focus on social media management, strategic social media management that includes advertising, mm-hmm. as well as influencer relations. And we can go into that whole influencer relations conversation. Conversation, but um, you know it can be a mix. You don't have to have just quote PR. And sure. so when someone's telling you, "Oh, you should get a PR person," think about it. Talk to people. It may not be that you need quote traditional PR mm-hmm. because there there are opportunities for restaurants that have been around for a while to be in roundups. Like you know, you see the the lists for the Bay Area's best burgers, mm-hmm. right? Or the best. Um, literally this week, it was um, you know deviled eggs in San Francisco. Yeah, you right. know the list of the best deviled eggs. So right. if you if you do have things on your menu that are really great and they do need to be included in those things, yeah, that's something we can definitely try for sure. and get those writers in to try them. Sure. That's one thing that's not going to really drive butts and seats for like day in and day out business, right? right. Mm-hmm. So the things that do do that are social media management, advertising, and influencer relations because you have a much quicker ROI. Mm-hmm. You see the results of your efforts real quick. Oh, and that's I what mean, the uh, re- return on investment. There you go. And that's yeah. what the restaurant owner at the end of the day, you can tell them all about influencer marketing and social media. Yeah. All they care about are butts and seats. Right. Yeah, right. they do. That's and how we, they quantify the exactly. success of... Exactly. Know. And it's funny because... Um, you know, people ask us, well, Deanna, how do people know, you know, if what you're doing is working? And I'm like, well, all of our restaurants are still open. Um, that's, that's, <laughs> that's a good, a good sign. Yeah, all the ones we've op- I've launched sure. are still open. And um, and we, we, we see it. We see the customers in their in their restaurants and and we know they're asking for specific things that we've promoted right. you know like they're there for the new brunch right or the or, deviled eggs or the or deviled right, eggs right, right. or the cocktail that's raising money for you know um you know the meals on wheels or right. whatever mm-hmm. you know right. like they went in because there was a specific thing we promoted and we can see the effect of that post right. that ad mm-hmm. um the event that they're doing um, and if you're not managing your social media, um, 
strategically, it's really easy just to like post and forget it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't work. <laughs> Let me just tell you, it does, especially on Facebook. Facebook has um, unfortunately become very much pay to play. Uh, so business profiles, people are not really seeing your posts unless you pay. Um, to advertise with Facebook. And that's just the way it is. I mean, I wish that wasn't true. Didn't used to be true, but it is now. So, but for very little investment, I mean, we ask for maybe 300 bucks a month for a client to, to make a difference in Facebook advertising. And it does. So we can see that. Um, and we and, manage and the scheme of things. That's nothing. It's nothing. Right. I mean, yeah. you, you try running a, a television commercial, exactly. see how far 300 bucks right. they'll exactly. land you out the door. Exactly. Right? Um, and especially if you're doing very specific things, like right. it is a new lunch menu, right. um, and new bar menu um you know you're 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 doing a wine dinner a winemaker dinner there's something very clearly like you know there's a call to action you want people to buy tickets you want them to do something specific it's very yeah it's it's really great um and we've seen it work we know Mm -hmm. it works um the other piece is instagram and you know um (laughs) it's funny restaurants increasingly are doing this but it's very important when you're designing your restaurant to, to consider lighting and to consider the, 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 how photogenic your space is because you're giving up free advertising if you're not doing that. Because right. if your food is beautiful, which I assume it is, if you're doing a great product and the, the, you know, the experience is lovely, people are going to want to photograph it. Right. They're going to they're gonna sure. do it regardless of what you want them to do. They Everyone takes a picture of Cinderella's it. castle yeah. in Disneyland. Yeah. Everybody so, does, right? So since they're going to do it anyway, make it easy for them to do a nice photo. Right. You know? Um, Can you give us a, like an example of a restaurant or two that does that well? Yeah. So um, Dumpling Time in San Francisco is one of our clients and, and they, um, they are a dumpling house. So the food itself is quite quite cute, you know, like dumplings are very Instagram friendly, mm-hmm. period. So the food, the menu already is Instagram friendly, but they really capitalized on that. First of all, the lighting, there's a wall of windows. So you've got a lot of natural lighting in there. Um, so that makes it very easy to take gorgeous pictures. Um, the second piece is they put their logo in neon above the front door. Mm-hmm. And people tend to take photos of that because it's just adorable and it's so perfectly. It fits within your Instagram square. Right, right. Um, they also have a dumpling room where the dumpling chefs are actually making dumplings during service. Mm-hmm. So you can record video of them making Oh, that's the food. great. Yes, that so is every smart. single point of this restaurant, even the wallpaper in their bathrooms is cool, you mm-hmm. know? So it's totally chill. It's a very relaxed environment. They didn't it doesn't feel like they worked too hard at it, but they get they did. They right. figured it out, you know. Well, again, so, it wants to appear like it's natural, but it's actually right. really well thought out. It is. That's a true with yeah. any marketing campaign. Yeah, and their right? food, um, they have something called the King Dumb which is a soup dumpling, um, but it's big. It's the size of a baseball. And um, it's very photogenic. It has a straw sticking out of it. You mm-hmm. know, you, you drink the soup out of the straw, and then you eat their dumpling after you drink the soup. It's a sure. whole process. And that is an Instagram sensation, just that dish. So I would say have a dish, have mm-hmm. a plating, have right. have a, a, an assembly of food things that right. are cool looking. Right. Um, you know, just think about it. Right. If it doesn't work with your concept, that's okay. But it, if it does, it's something to really consider. But you, when you're thinking of your concept, you should incorporate that into it. Yeah, that, that's that's a no yeah. brainer at this. Yeah, point. have a have a moment. Have 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 things that will. Once someone posts it on Instagram, people are like, oh, that's that restaurant. Mm-hmm. And if enough people are posting from that restaurant, people are like, oh, I need to. I clearly need to go there. I'm, right, I'm right. missing out. It's right. the FOMO factor, fear of missing out. Right. So if you get enough folks in there, it really feeds itself. And uh, I mean. 
Dumpling Time has a line out the door, mm-hmm. and they opened a year ago. So, the, to, so basically, to sum up, the best things to do are to be prepared for your marketing campaign. Yes. Have your ducks in a row. Yes. Right? Have your story straight and hire a PR firm who knows how to do it. Right? Because if you, if you allow someone else to do it for you, the results are probably going to be less than what you expect. Well, and somebody else will be controlling the, the narrative. Yeah. So you want to control your own story, especially nowadays where everything's at your fingertips and you can easily go online and look up a restaurant, a business, and then all this stuff comes up. And if you're not in control of the story, then you're behind the story. Yeah. Okay. And you are probably losing customers that way. Exactly. Or they're coming in and they're expecting something you don't offer. Right. Mm-hmm. Which is not good either. Right. So, I saw you big blue eyes. Please join us next time as we welcome Brandon and Alana Hansen of Hansen Organic Distillery in Sonoma to talk about the new tasting facility and distillery opened in Sonoma, as well as yet another new one that's opening in Sausalito in March. My name is Jeff Burkhart. Thanks for listening. I would go home with you, but I'm more-